This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening to my talk 1071. It is the Donna and Steve show. We are still in love, even though it's Friday. And um, I'm neither Donna nor Steve. I'm Miss Shannon. Don's still here. Hello. Maddie B from the TV. He just walked in. He's getting all comfy over there. Hey. Hey. Hello, Maddie B. <laughs> Good so, morning. Yes. Yeah, so Donna and Steve, they're both fine. They're just not here today. Yes. So that is good. Hey, happy winter, everybody. Oh, I am my like, God. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> okay, Don, I haven't, I haven't uh, doom scrolled through your Instagram feed lately, <laughs> okay. but at least Maddie B and I got our fall pictures out of the way for the two days that we had oh. Paul. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Because, Maddie B, I saw you and your partner oh, and your, your lovely dogs. Out in, the, out in the leaves. Out in the leaves, looking very fall. Thank you very le- much. Very autumnal. They look lovely. I cajoled my son into taking a little, you know, taking some pictures with me out in the leaves because I knew that fall could last for six hours and thus it has. Fall that- is fleeting. <laughs> it's fleeting in Minnesota. Exactly. That video of you trying to get your son <laughs> to throw the leaves is one of the funniest things I've seen. And just you, it just shows what a good mom you are, you how are patient mom. you are. Thank you. And, um, Oh, I just loved it. I watched it several times. <laughs> and then people are like, did you actually get a good picture? And I then did you posted it. Yes, yes. You posted it and you're both holding the leaves and smiling. Yay! Yeah, that's what I have to do because the likelihood of the two of us fake smiling at the same time doesn't really happen. So I, you just set up the camera and just uh-huh. run a video and then pull out some stills that it's, work. It's, it's a such a better video. strategy uh, for the two of us. I thought, and I'm sure there are a lot of parents out there that can do this, and you probably remember this, Don. Where you're just sure they're going to love an activity. And you're like, they're going to have fun. This will be great. We're going to yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. And he was not feeling it, Maddie B. He was Aww. not. He was like, he, he didn't was, know what was happening. Well, he's, and he was also in super 14 uh, year old teenager mode when I was like, come on, get up, put your phone down. We're going to go out here and take these pictures. It'll be fine. Yeah. So he's like, this is your corny shenanigans. Yeah. I was perfectly fine on YouTube. And I'm like, but we don't know how long this is going to last. Let's go. Come on. And so <laughs> I made him stop teenagering <laughs> yes. to come out and be in my whimsy little like yeah. photo shoot. And he's like, oh, can cute. I go now? <laughs> yeah, I, I totally worked. get it. You yeah. got to be feeling it, though, because if yes. you're not feeling it, like it ain't going to be a good picture. I, my long suffering uh, teenage boy who happens to be high, uh, high sports on the autism spectrum. Uh, I am always feeling it if you have both met me. Um, so I'm always <laughs> like, here's the thing. And he's like, could we stop? And I'm like, yeah. no, we have. Project. And so sometimes he thinks they're really cool, and other times he's just emo for the sake of emo because he can't help it because he's 14. Well, yeah, that's so cool. That's what do you cool. guys think of the snow? What do y'all, are y'all Listen. happy? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Uh, 
And yes. even I love it when like even now listen, it was forecast. Yes. You know, we knew this was coming, but I love it when even like the meteorologist people are like, "Oh man, it's really coming down <laughs> out there." You know, cuz then you know, but October snow is not um unheard of in of Minnesota. Course not. You know, no. and this is by no means any kind of Halloween looking blizzard out there. No. So, uh th- and this thing is all, this all going to be melted in like a couple hours when the sun comes up as real good. As far as I'm concerned, this is that pretty postcard snow. I'm okay with it as well. Because this isn't. She's closed, she closed, she closed the blinds. Closed the, did someone aggressively and passive aggressively close the blinds no, to, to not see the snow? Don, no. did you know she would live in a cave if she had yeah. a choice? She wants I'm like sl- a vampire. You exactly. She the, loves it. If the sight of it was that offensive that you shut the blinds, <laughs> I know. Like, I do. And, well, I'm also vain, and on the camera, <laughs> I don't. I, it's all blown out. If I have the window open over here, I look like a ghost. It's like. Oh yeah, really yeah, weird yeah. lighting. Enough. <sighs> yeah, I don't even really consider this snow. This is just thick rain because it's not like it's <laughs> chunky rain. It's chunky it's rain. rain. It's not going to do anything bad. But mm. you know, as someone who did not grow up here, I don't aggressively winter. I tolerate it, and I don't hate winter because mm. I knew that that's what I was going to get. You don't bust out your snowshoes no, and your no. furry hood. And I, the furry hood, I do that because it's cute. Yes, I'm like I do all of the snow bunny stuff. I just don't any. I don't do any of the actual sporting. I'm okay. like, how would I look cute in a photo? That oh yes, <laughs> I have gear. And <laughs> I have gear. Like I I I do winter better than I summer though. I would rather be okay for the for all of us in here. Would you rather be Wintery cold or summery hot? I don't like hot. I don't either, Don. I like hot. Okay, do you? I yeah, do. I don't. I yeah. just feel like you can always add more layers yes. and warm up, but like if you're just a, if you've taken everything off, you, now it's worse. What you gonna do next? <laughs> now it's still worse. I would rather back to the vein. I look better in winter. Like I don't, I don't look good glistening and sweating and all that. I look oh, in the winter. I'm like, oh, she's got on a nice little like, uh, like one of those off shoulderly sweatery mm-hmm, things where mm-hmm. she's like, well, it's cold, but it's not that cold. Yeah, you've got a, a peekaboo shoulder. Yes, thing I going like on this. Right now. This works in the summer. I just cute. look like I'm melting, and so that doesn't look good <laughs> on any of us. What kind of plaid? That tartan plaid? Is I, that what we got know, going I, on? I, here? I'm gonna call it that. Yes, mm, you, it's feel, that, you feel festive it's today. A, it's borderline hot topic. Is what. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the adult I'm hot not topic. offended. I'm Good. not offended. Very good. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So we're going to hang oh. out here today. There's all kinds of things that are going on, I'm sure, in all our lives. Because Maddie B, how's it doing over there on the TV well, side of know, things? We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, from the news this morning, and we all should also keep our lovely Miss Donna Valentine in our thoughts right now, because I think she's probably in in uh, her little recovery room moment, right? Yeah. From her big procedure. <laughs> big I procedure. Thought about, I thought about texting her. Can you not make it a big deal? Because I'm doing it next month. It's not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> and it's so good to get done. And, and I'm she proud just of told you. me that it wasn't a big deal. It's not a big deal. Think. Yeah, so she but just do it. It's easy. Coming out of that anesthesia, you know, I wanted to, I was t- debating with the possibility. Should I, like, blow up her phone with, like, a bunch of texts like, Donna, Steve, jo- he just got signed on to a feature film, and he's out of here, and it's you and me, girl. So, like, so, so she wakes up and sees those texts in, yes. in her delirium, be like, what? Huh? What? Donna, that. I'm, Sure if you thought great. it, you should have done it. No, no, no. But I, <laughs> my mama taught me to be a good boy. So what I'm going to do but is you tell you... don't live with your mama anymore. Well, yeah, but I love my mama. Okay, all right. That's uh, right. From the news this morning, a little quick a quick tidbit. Mm-hmm. If you want to drop some knowledge at work today or Thank something you. or mm-hmm. wherever. Uh, the Queen of Norway is here. 
Okay. Queen Sonia, the queen of Norway, is here in Minnesota. She's visiting. We have a strong connection with Norway. We've had a troop exchange really? for like 50 years. That I did not know. Yeah. And uh, the queen of Norway is here. Today, she's going to go to St. Olaf College. Yes. She was at the state capitol with Governor Walls and kind of members of the Minnesota National Guard yesterday. Uh, but it's kind of neat that we have a little bit of royalty. We've been rolling out the red carpet here while she's visiting. Four, is she four days. a new queen, like a youngish queen or like been in, uh, she's been reigning for a very long time, Queen. Uh, I don't know the length yeah. of her reign, but mm-hmm. uh, she's not like a young queen. Fair enough. So, okay. But I'm All not right. going to put an age on it because you never know. Well, but, that's uh, fair. That's but, fair. But uh, she uh, looks like she knows Norway pretty well and she's, <laughs> she is representing uh, her nation. Give you that idea. She the just, she, she, well, she had a beautiful, like in the video, she has this beautiful, like, scarf wrap. She just looked queenly. You know okay. what I mean? Like, she just, uh, like, like, I would. Narnia queenly? Like, like I, would I would curtsy if she walked okay. by on okay. the street. I'd be like, hello, madam. Hello. Yeah, she has. I just like your aunt Carol, who just know. brought over a hot dish. Oh, mm. too funny! <laughs> my, first of all, my aunt Carol never had a classy scarf wrap. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, my aunt Carol was like crazy. We don't talk about her. Much. Yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> oh, my boy. auntie Debbie is not like that either. By so. the way, uh, the Norway House uh, it, here in the Twin Cities, that facility they ha- are expanding uh, with a t- big twenty million dollar project. So that's another thing she's going to do while she's here. She got to take a look at that facility and how it's expanding. Oh, she's so, like Helen Mirren age type. Yeah, queen. right. Okay. Like. She's, she yeah, looks like, like Helen Mirren. She, yeah. And doesn't she look queenish? She, looks, she does look regal. You yeah, are regal. Like thank it. you. That's the yes. word I'm not getting to that yes. I, my so brain is trying to fire at. I, uh, it, and it shouldn't be all about, like, <laughs> it shouldn't be about looks. You know, normally I'm not this shallow. Mm. But when you look at the pictures of the king and queen of Norway, yeah. he outkicked his coverage. She is much too cute for him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don. <laughs> Don, how's life? How, how are you feeling on this Friday here? How are we doing? How am I feeling? Yeah. Oh, I'm just fine as frog hair. Yep. Fine as frog yep. hair. I guess that's pretty fine. I had never really counted. Is that a Is thing? That fine as frog Jason hair? says it. I picked it up from him. It's mm. one of those cute little cute. phrases. Southern-esque type things that mm. we say every once in a while. we got a lot coming, going. You, you've been busy. You've been blowing up my inbox busy. since Tuesday, girl, planning this day. What you got coming up for us here? <laughs> oh, no. Well, we got to cover a couple of stories and so i know you have just a grab bag full of facts that will come back yeah. that we're going to talk about Things and then we're also going to talk to my good friend and podcast life mate and also the executive director of the twin cities film fest so coming up at around 9 30 he's going to call it and tell us what's going on because we are right here maddie b yeah. and don the film fest stocks on, uh, starts on october 20th so we want to make sure everybody can start planning ahead so they can enjoy all mm-hmm. of the films we have coming up and we're still going to play eventually i guess at the next hour uh college of pop culture knowledge yes, you and me you I'm know you, you know you're going to kick my butt in there. no 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 i think it was it was a kind of fair last time we did it, it was all it depends on what mood rocco is in true so we'll true. see if he capitalizes it on it being national dessert day <laughs> he loves national days okay, let's yes. see we'll find out coming up next hour so all right, uh, so up next, uh, we're going to talk about uh, some random facts. I've got a nice list for you. I'm trying to channel my best Donna Valentine and Steve well Patterson for you. Uh, it's all straight ahead here. My Talk 1071. I'll be back in like an hour. Oh, God. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. 
Welcome back to My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon here with Maddie B. We're hanging out on behalf of Donna and Steve, who are off Donna and Steving right now. They're both fine. They're, they're, both they're fine. indisposed yes. in different ways. Exactly. But you know, I love our My Talkers, but they get a little they 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 get a little worried about know, their favorites if they're not here. So we just want to make sure everybody's fine. Yeah, everybody's good. Mm-hmm. There's no drama. And that's the other thing you have to always squash. It's like, is there drama? Because no. we talk about drama all the time. Yes, we do. Yeah, so there's no drama here. <laughs> no. Just, this is a drama-free zone. I tell you about my drama in advance. Like yeah. this, I'm gonna have a hysterectomy in two months. Just, gotcha. I'll be gone for a while. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Nothing. You know. And you're yeah. like, it's planned. Yep. All of our drama is planned, not produced. <laughs> That's <what laughs> the difference. You want to do some fun facts? Let's, Let's do it. Things that make you go. So I've uh, I've dug deep because you know Thank Steve, you. Steve likes to bring these usually yes. right is that right Don like yeah, on a daily basis Steve, it's Steve yeah. mm-hmm. right and then when Steve's out Donna digs deep and finds fun facts and so I appreciate you stepping so into I got that thing. the pool skimmer out I think this works because I, I, I last normally you and I we rotate in it's it's rarer that you and I are in together yeah so usually you and I are either a Donna or a Steve so mm-hmm. I'm thank you for taking mm-hmm. that role it's off. okay mm-hmm. uh, so how about this you know mm-hmm. how the um it's it's perfect for me mm-hmm. you know the late news goes till thirty five yes like the news to ten goes to ten thirty five that's been a tradition for a long time do you know why it does that not at all. The late news, that tradition of ending at 35, goes back to the early 90s. The networks wanted five extra minutes to cover the Gulf War. Oh. So they kind of strong-armed and, and, and uh, pushed back the, the, you know, the late shows. Okay. Uh, for that extra five minutes. They wanted okay. more news, less, less fun. Next fl- less fluff. And, uh, yeah, they made you wait now. And that's kind of been a tradition that stuck around ever since the early 90s. Um, did you know that uh, bees... Yes. Stop buzzing mm-hmm. during a total solar eclipse. Huh. No. So no. They, do they stop buzzing at nighttime as well or no? I don't No Follow-up questions. <laughs> okay, Ms. fair Shannon. enough. Fair enough. I didn't know if this was an article or just a headline. It's a headline. Uh, it's I got headline. you. Bees I understand stop now. buzzing. <laughs> I got you. It's Friday. It's snowy and it's Friday and it's October. We're just going to get through it. I am a fan of bees, so I will follow up on this on my own time. Yeah, meet, you know, uh, we all got to save the bees. Yes. And um, the bees uh, have a great lobby. Wasps, not so much. There's not a save the wasps thing. We planted a lot of. uh, Pollinator-friendly things As in our yard, I, yes. trying to all the. I think it's milkweed. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? I had a lot of milkweed. Yeah. I, read, I had a. I have the prairie-ish corner uh-huh. of my backyard where I'm like, bees. all of you go back there. Yes. Well, it's not right now. It's all covered in snow. So, <laughs> scorpion venom. Yes. The most expensive liquid in the world. Will it give me superpowers? Probably not. Okay, well then I'll, I'll listen anyway. But it's All more, right. it's even more expensive than uh, Elon Musk's new cologne or whatever that he came out with, that stupid burnt hair thing that, that was yesterday's story. So but, how much is it? Is it per ounce? What are we thinking? If you want, well, if you want to buy a gallon, a gallon. they broke okay. it down. I don't know what you do with this. I wonder, well... Oh, I do douse know. I do enemies. know. You I'm douse your going, enemies. That's what you do. Well, I'm going deeper than a headline. A scorpion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, thirty-nine million dollars. What for a gallon? Of Wait, this. back up. Well, if you think you squeeze a little Ouch. out of the out of the scorpion, it ain't okay. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get That's a lot, a lot of, of, of milking. I understand. You gotta get a thing. It's a lot of milk. Just like... <laughs> now Good I thing this see is that. radio and you people can't see what we're doing right anyway. Uh so so it's very actually useful beyond squashing or killing your enemies, yes. like Miss Shannon's saying over here. You can develop um medicine from this. Yes, okay, it's that very, makes sense. Anti-venom type stuff. It yes. can fight things like malaria, bone disease. Oh. Possibly they think it could be a, a key factor in maybe even fighting cancer. Gotcha. So scorpion venom, not all bad. No. It needs a better lobby too. Because <laughs> now we're like, alright, now we see why it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the guys who made the Blair Witch Project, you, is that the one where they're in the woods with the flashlights? Yes, and I was fine that they all died because I'm like, what you doing in the woods like that anyway? <laughs> with your shaky cameras you shouldn't have been down there well listen it's because the <laughs> girls because they were broke okay. <laughs> apparently the guys who made the blair witch project had so little money that the, the, this is true says the internet after they were done shooting this fabulous creation yes uh they took one of the cameras back to circuit city and tried to get a refund because oh, wow. it, because they they just needed they to need like the break money even. back they were, they were they, flat. Broke. I went to a seminar by the woman who got them the money yes. that they needed. She has a book called Get the Money yes. for Filmmakers, mm-hmm. and she is excellent because you have to come prepared with legal documents to people and say, This is what we're planning. Right. And if you look prepared and you're like, This is what we're doing. It's like magic. <laughs> well, so I, they did get some money. It's just that they didn't have enough. They, but I mean, but they did because it's the biggest over under yes. that you've ever seen in history of movie. They the budget was so low and the return was so big that nothing. Oh, will I get ever it. I follow match you it. now. I and I now. really appreciate whenever you hear those kind of stories because a similar story came from like Napoleon Dynamite back mm-hmm. in the day where they made it on a shoestring. Nobody got paid. Like John Heater and them made like mm-hmm. I think he made it like for like a hundred bucks. Like it was like. It was on a a, a student film budget, yes. what they did. And then it made all this money. So sometimes they went back and they redid the contracts. But mm. I mean, and we're going to talk to Jaden from the Twin Cities Film Fest and he can tell you some of this story too. But, and I'm sure you learned some of this when you were doing Project Down and Dirty, Don. But there's, you know, we... It, think about it this way. Like, I have some filmmaker friends that are, like, so proud that they managed to get $10,000 or $15,000. That's a huge budget. Exactly. And they're not, you know, And but if you really think about how much they need to get done when there's six people on the crew and they need cameras and lighting and they have to figure out what the locations are, yeah. you can go through that really fast. Oh, my I've gosh. Many, yes. fast. I've been on many an independent film like that. Right. Right. <laughs> Where you're like, Not okay. to even mention inflation, girl. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, every. Everything's more expensive now, but right. yeah, that does. That's not a very big. I mean, these Hollywood movies are oh like millions gosh. and millions and millions, and so. 
and but the for fact the, small folks, the Netflix budgets you know, that we're hearing about now, you oh know what they're gosh. doing on these films. Didn't I just see that they Netflix has produced like a, you know, a bajillion hours or, or more episodes of whatever than they ever have in a long time? Like they have they made like an incredible, mind-boggling number of hours of original content right. produced, and that all costs bucks. Right, think, and right? now they're in trouble financially, <laughs> and now exactly. they're trying to rein people back in with that cheaper version with ads. Right, the, right. the lesser mm-hmm. subscription. I just saw because that a too. bunch of us were like, "Hey, I got good at cutting cords. I'm gonna turn this off for now." Well, that and like I feel like everyone got that for the pandemic, and now everyone's reemerging from their homes. And I, I was at the uh, tailor the other day mm-hmm. getting uh, getting some clothes adjusted. Yes, you know because I'm getting bigger. And the um, <laughs> no, you're not. You just need them to be. The, the the fit you where you are right now. It's uh, not yeah, even about big bigger. It's facts. I, I wore a small when I started here seven years ago, and I have now entered large territory. I am also a fan of a tailor, so I just am body positive about both of us, oh, Maddie you're very B. Sweet. I'm here. You're very mm-hmm. sweet. But anyway, the tailor was like, I have never been busier because everyone's like wearing real clothes again. Yes. You know, everyone's emerging. So and I, I think, think you people also dumped want Netflix, your real you know? clothes to fit appropriately, but I agree. There was, mm-hmm. we did have a different amount or a different way that we were using our leisure time, I think, when everything was shut down. Because agreed, there was a lot of things that I was watching that now I'm going, well, I turned off four of my streaming services because I'm behind on the two primary ones that I'm going to watch. And so I'm like, well, when I get around to that stuff, I'll turn it back on. I can't keep up with y'all around here and all the shows and everything you're supposed to watch. (laughs) We talk about it all week long and then I go home and I sit down with the remote and I go, oh gosh, what am I supposed to watch? Donna said I had to watch this. Don said this was good. What am I doing? (laughs) You know, when are you supposed to take out the track? God forbid, walk the dogs. When are you supposed to do these things? That's why I don't have a dog. (laughs) Multitask. (laughs) Because of your streaming service. Scream it on your phone while you're walking the dog. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Don't be present doing anything. Oh, yeah, because that's not going to get you. You know, like the people who walk into the holes or whatever, like because the grate's off the floor. That's not right. I, that would be me. That yes. would totally be me. All right, we got an exciting segment coming up next, right, Ms. Shannon? Yes, we're going to have Jayton Satia from the Twin Cities Film Fest call in. Okay, all right, it's coming up. Keep it here with us. Uh, the Don and Steve Experience with Ms. Shannon and Maddie B. from TV right here at My Talk 107. Hey, what's up? It's Steve for Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Now playing on the main stage, Footloose. Tell you what, here's a reason to love Chanhassen. Footloose, yes, it's got high-energy dancing, catchy 80s hits, but it's also a story, right? It's about grief, taking a stand for what you believe in, and new relationships. And, of course, all of that 80s hair. Hey, Chanhassen also has an amazing concert series with a variety of tributes. Don't miss the once-in-a-lifetime presentation and concert about the popular 60s band The Love and Spoonful with current drummer Mike Arturi. The fabulous armadillos return to the fireside with what's going on, the songs of the Vietnam War era, a fan favorite for sure. And just in time for Halloween, Johnny James and the Hall of Fames perform Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon in its entirety. You just gotta be there. Hey, you want to impress a client or the in-laws? How about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret that got you covered? Dinner and a show, clean humor every Friday and Saturday night. Tickets, just 28 bucks. For tickets and more information, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. If a sports injury is... Welcome back to My Talk 1071. Ron, I remind you that the Twin Cities Film Fest will feature over 150 films, both in person and online, from October 20th to October 29th. So uh, this year's Code Red series will focus on climate change and the small actions we can take together to make a big impact. You can get those details at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. But to give us additional details, Maddie B., we now get to do a deep dive with one of my best friends in the whole wide, wide world, my podcast. Life mate, who also happens to be the executive director of the Twin Cities 
Film Fest, Mr. Jayton Satia. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. How are you? I am outstanding. I am outstanding. I didn't know you hadn't met my friend Maddie B yet. Nice to meet you. I don't think I have. I've certainly heard the voice, though. Oh, hi. Mm -hmm. Here I am. I'm just faking it till I make it, people. (laughs) Like, literally. I I mean, straight up, all the way to the top, I agree. I think that's what's happening. But You're you're with Miss Shannon. There is no top. That's it. That's it. Aw, no. Jayden, you are so sweet. Thank you very much. So, take it away. Because Jayden and I have known each other for college, and I just want to give somebody a little backstory. When Jayden told me, like, 15 years ago was it 15 years ago that he's going to start a film fest i was like i bet you are and now look where we are today mm. and so jayton uh, has built one of the largest film fests in the midwest and jayton tell him a little bit more about your vision and what we got going on for this year yeah uh the vision is to continue to share stories and to continue to have a safe space for discussion and that's the base and that's the why mm-hmm. and uh this year we're 140 films strong we had about, now we're doing a quick little math here uh, in our office, and I think between submissions, between us going to other festivals curating, and between um, filmmakers uh, recommending their filmmaker friends to, to have, take part in our festival, mm-hmm. I think we went, I think it was about 800 submissions that we went through to get down to the 140 that we're going to show over the 10 days. And it starts in five days. And right. I'm actually going to lean into the weather, you guys. I love <laughs> this weather. This is, this is good movie-watching <laughs> weather. It is true. It is true, because nobody wants to compete yeah. with sunshine. That's good. Go sit in the dark and watch our own RFT's films. You know? My biggest my biggest uh, competitor is patio furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Yeah, that's but what... Jayton, the other thing that you did is that, like, you made a great pivot with the film fest during everybody shut down, like everybody else. And so, the Twin Cities Film Fest built their own or worked with a team to build their own streaming service. So there's wow. still that option as well, right, for a lot of the films. Yes. So there will be some films that are just in person. Majority of the studio films. There'll be some films that are just online. But between 140, 100 of them will also be both in person and online. And like Ms. Shannon just said, um, during COVID, there, you know, empathy was all around. Right. And it was okay if you just didn't do anything. And for us, that wasn't an option for me. So uh, I, I, by hook or crook, you make it happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and we built our own streaming platform. It is much like a Netflix or an Amazon. So when you become... Um, part of our streaming platform, uh, you can watch a hundred films for fifty dollars over those ten days. I literally just posted on my Facebook. I said, "Binge us, not them, for the ten days." <laughs> right. oh, right. Binge us, not them. That's oh, great. Right. Hey, I, listen, I I love this. Uh, I can't wait. And I wanted to just ask you about um, kind of the impact these films can have. Um, these because we know we know Hollywood. Yes, we know how you know all the money, all the millions, and all these shiny things and that that come out of Hollywood. Okay, move over. What what is the difference? What is the motivation? What is the impact that these smaller independent films can have? Why is this so important for us to cultivate and have in our community? It's the stories of our community, right? At the end of the day, you can walk a mile in somebody's shoes from your home or in the theater. You get more empathy towards their stories, their lives. You get a little bit more, you get a better perspective on the stories that are being shared. And you're on the emotional journey with, again, if you're in the theaters with the audiences, because these audience members are with you on this journey. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if that's not building community, I don't know what is. 
forget about the political views, forget about the polarization. If you and I are sitting across from each other talking about a film that we just saw because we love perhaps ocelots and we have this amazing documentary called uh, Wildcat or uh, you and I are really great uh, uh, friends over Mars Rover's mission. We have an amazing <laughs> documentary called Goodnight Opie. Okay. Um, or, you know, if you love 80s music, we have this amazing film called Him and Her. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's pre, uh, uh, what do you call, um, dating right. on, on, like, I don't date. I've been married for 15 years, right? So yes. I don't know all these apps. Good. Good He's quite this is when you're a successful relationship. You get across <laughs> and you just had random yeah. strangers talk. So what this, basically does is actually gives the filmmakers, these artists, a platform to tell their stories. Right. Um, and they get a stamp of approval from the festival, which then ideally gives them a little pat on the back, like, mm-hmm. you did good. A springboard. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a springboard for them to continue to making great art. Ideally, they turn that into a full-time job. Um, but it's a passion project. We should all feed each other's passions. Right. Yeah, and, and him and her is going to be great because I did watch the trailer oh, for this one. You? So, Don, you and I will remember this one because this is when you would still like meet on like a dating phone line and like meet in like oh that kind gosh, of thing. Yeah. So not <laughs> and then get to know each other that and then they, d- they decide should they meet in person when they just had this relationship on the phone. You know, the phone. Ooh, yeah. And whether that, yeah. So that I'm very excited about that. But that's because I have been unsuccessful in relationship for enough time that I'm like, I've been is, through all the iterations of how you try to get relationships. Yeah. Like, I've been there. So exactly. It sounds like with the topics of the. I feel like not to keep comparing to the Hollywood and the big movie productions, but I think, but I think it's it is fair so for different. You to do that. And then, and especially when you have this many films and to talk about mm-hmm. it, because I mean, Jaden and his team always do a great job of finding those films that are also going to be Oscar contenders. Yes. So yes. you get that opportunity to see it first here. But Jaden can tell you about some of these things that where you're going. I didn't know I wanted to know about that exactly. until I saw it pop up. I, th- I feel like so many more things um, can be explored that wouldn't make the cut because Hollywood has to appeal to like the masses and it's got to make money and there's all these hurdles. And, you know, uh, I feel like there are so many more um, smaller, but yet almost more important topics that these films can explore. And Jaden, can you talk about this? Because you and I have had this discussion before about how films make it to the big screen and how a lot of these films don't have an opportunity to be screened on big ones because these larger films are taking up all of the screens. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if you think about a low-budget film of Hollywood, that's 10 to $20 million. That's <laughs> low-budget Hollywood, right? Wow. A low-budget indie film is 10, between ten and $30,000, mm-hmm. and all of your favors that you're asking for. Um, these Again, these are passion projects, and how a film actually hits the theaters uh, for independent filmmakers is through film festivals. Back in the mm-hmm. day, in the 70s, 80s, um, you used to go to film festivals to discover because you didn't have the streaming platform or everything accessible in your, on your fingertips, mm-hmm. right? Now festivals are even more important because now we're curating. Because there is, you guys were just talking about this, right? Right yeah. before I jumped on, which was like, there's so many options now. This is where festivals come into play even mm-hmm. stronger. So now we're actually making these platforms um, accessible still, right? With our streaming platform. But at the end of the day, we're... The cream rises to the top, and yeah. we're the curators now. So this is where festivals are important. This is where the independent filmmakers are like, oh, my goodness, I get to premiere at a festival. I get to see my baby, my, you know, mm-hmm. the, the baby working on for five years on the big screen. We have about, uh, I think we have about 60 filmmakers flying in on their own time from across the country. Right. Because 
they got acceptance to our festival and they want to see it on the big screen. Right, right, because this isn't just, you know, the way film festivals work, if people don't know, is that mm-hmm. uh, this is actually a... Re- Twin Cities Film Fest is, you know, there are a lot of them out there. I've submitted films, been in films that have been submitted all right. over. This is a really good one, guys. Yes, it is. Like, it's competitive yeah. because it's done so well. Mm-hmm. And the, these are people from all over the country or world sometimes that enter their films in this festival right so it's like you're seeing things that oh it's just it's the greatest you also have short film blocks Mm -hmm. which i love as well yeah we have six short films blocks they're all thematic Mm -hmm. so about 65 short films in six short blocks we have two that are comedy shorts block one that is uh women empowered one that is a minnesota documentary shorts block about a third of our films have some sort of a Minnesota connection as well. We do bring the celebrities in. We just dropped it that we are bringing Bo Bridges into the festival, Chris Mulkey to the festival. I just got off of a call mm-hmm. that I might be bringing Tom Cavanaugh to the festival. So it is that Sundance <laughs> Tribeca vibe, but right. you get it right here Isn't in St. Louis cool? Park at the show. Place. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Icon Theaters at the West End. So what about somebody who might be listening, mm-hmm. um, who might have, might, um, you have piqued their interest. However, this person might be nervous about like, Jumping on in, like, oh, like, okay. can I, like, what am I, you know, who might be nervous about what to expect? Am I going to stick out? Am I not going to know, like, something to do that everybody else already knows to do? What would you, what would your message be to a first timer who's thinking of joining you this time around? What, what do you think? What should they know? Pick a movie. Pick one <laughs> that movie. Simple? That's all I care about, yeah. right? If we can have you, the first timer, come for one film, that's all we ask for. And it's so accessible. If you go to Sundance in Tribeca in Toronto, which I've been to, even if you have a ticket, you don't get in sometimes mm-hmm. because they're overpacked and over-reserved. Yeah, right. That's not the case with us. No. You get a ticket, you get a seat. Right. That's it. Because mm-hmm. at the Icon Theaters is reserved seating. And you don't have to know anybody because this is your community. You right. get to make friends. Obviously, bring some friends with you if you sure. like. Mm-hmm. But if you want to come uh, a Tuesday afternoon uh, to a documentary about climate change, you should do that. And yeah. the pricing is very simple. It's $12 for any in-person screenings, which is exactly what you would pay to go to a normal movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a festival lounge that is open every single night of the festival as well, right down, like two doors down from the theaters. So that is a, a safe space, uh, hosted drinks uh, for over 21 plus. Um, and we also have post-film discussions. So like I said, about 60 filmmakers are flying in. So the likelihood of you 
at a film where the post-film discussion with a filmmaker is very high. Right. You also get to walk the red carpet, meaning like it is so accessible that the red carpet's out there. You should <laughs> come take a picture. We welcome you dress that. Up. Oh, Maddie got I'm sorry. Surprises here and there as well. You, you had me at red carpet. Right. You know, <laughs> okay. And I mean, right this is a great opportunity just to come down there and yeah. just see what it's like. And, and we have, we're doing live interviews from doing most of the screenings from the red carpet. We have a bunch of professional uh, um, interviewers and red carpet hosts that'll be there and it's just a a chance for you to come and broaden your connection to people in our community Mm. over these great stories that we have and one of them which if you're undecided and you just can't decide go see a letter to bryson i'll be there yes with mc that is our director from our project down in dirty his Mm -hmm. wonderful documentary that is for his son when he gets older to see oh, wow. that is wonderful. And yeah. there's a lot of those stories and you learn all of those tie ins. And, and you also understand why Jayton and myself and the other people that work at the Twin Cities Film Fest are so passionate about this. So, Jayton, I can't wait to work with you for another 15 years. You do great work <laughs> over there at the Twin Cities Film Fest. Thank As you. your friend, I'm going to tell you one more thing. I know that we're a week before the festival and I told you this yesterday when I talked to you. Get some sleep. All right. <laughs> What's that? I know, I know. <laughs> oh, you might have fallen asleep. I thought maybe you fell asleep. Jaden, I'll talk to you soon. Everybody, get your tickets to this year's 2022 Twin Cities Film Fest. Just go to TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Mm-hmm. All right, and just pick one. Just yes, pick one. You pick heard one. him? Just pick to one. Bryson. Yes. All right, still to come here, my talk 1071, uh, everything entertainment. When you see something, you should should say something, mm-hmm. right? And yes. uh, so I'm going to tell you, have you ever forgot to take your contacts out? Ooh. Oh, yeah, right? I mean, okay. you go to bed. Oh, man, this one lady did this to the Extreme. You're going to want to hear this story. It's coming up next. My Talk 1071. Back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. We sound lovely in your earbuds. Yes. Just go to MyTalk1071.com and look for all your favorite shows there. No Donna or Steve today. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Maddie B. Dawn hey. is with us for a little bit longer. Yeah. So hello. It was hello. nice to see Ten you. more minutes. Ten yes. more minutes. Yes. I, okay. love what, I love what Rocco calls the podcast listeners. What's it called? The listeners of the future. Oh. Oh, that's a good. I do love that. Yes. Sometimes I will listen to the podcast. It's great, like at the gym, because yes. you know, you're, like music's great. But sometimes you want like something else, right? And then. That's where my talk can just boop, pop on right into your lower teen. I think sometimes when you're doing something that's talk related, it yeah. does help you stay focused, especially if I'm trying to do something where I want to do it for a longer period of time. Cardio. Yes, because <laughs> if I'm doing, if I'm listening to the song. Since I don't like jogging, I can do other stuff, but I'm counting how many songs have played. I'm like, okay, how many Because you know they're two to three minutes, and then you're like, well, how many more songs until I get off this treadmill? Right, exactly. Listen, when you see something, you should say something, so let's hit it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Take it away, Maddie B. Makes me so nervous because I don't want to make mom and dad mad for like you know if I I don't want to mess up their segments. You know what I mean? Because I'm keep thinking like oh, I I'm like, not I hope Donna I was thinks like, I wonder who I'm doing you, okay, and I hope okay, big, big Hollywood Steve thinks I'm doing okay. I'm gonna tell you this, Maddie B. You think first of all, you think they're listening? I'm just glad we're here so they could go off and have a life. So That's true. That's yeah. true. That's a good way to frame it. I need to I shift my paradigm. That is a great amount of respect you give our friends. That is so nice. Like I said, we're all big family, right? <laughs> Listen, you ever forget to take your contacts out and then you go to bed? 
Uh, Does anybody wear contacts? The Don, I don't wear Don, them now. Do you Michelle actively wear yours, Don? Mm-hmm. Don's a glass. You have no, glasses. No, no, no. I got LASIK, oh. and then I now I just do glasses to drive. That's what I do because I got LASIK, LASIK a while ago, and mm-hmm. so same thing. I I need to get I on never, the LASIK train. Yeah. Whenever I did wear contacts, yeah. I would never like. Forget. I would wear them like, okay, you're supposed to wear them for two weeks. Sometimes I would wear them a month and I'd feel very guilty. But I used to take them out every night. I yeah. never slept in them because oh, yeah. it felt like uncomfortable. I wouldn't want it to feel like it was sticking to my eye. I only got contacts because my optometrist was attractive and talked me into it. <laughs> oh my God. It was a very shallow reason. I loved my glasses. I was like, my, what yeah. do you want me to do? Okay. Because that was back when they're all close to your face. And he actually, and I don't know if he needed to like get additional sales. He like leaned in all deep and he was all like, why would you cover up these beautiful eyes with glasses? And I'm like, so, so he's hitting on you. That's, that's, well, that's if he was, I didn't notice he was hitting line. on me. I just bought the contacts and, and I used to have like, I went through, that was when I was worked at the hip hop station. So I had the light brown. I had the, this, I had my summer eyes. I had my club eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then I went. Now you didn't I'm back even to get dinner out of the deal. No, because I oh. I'm slow. I didn't even presume right. he was hitting on me. Even though now, in retrospect, twenty years later, I'm like that oh, was clearly hitting on me. Gracious. And I just said, "Here's my credit card. I'll buy the contacts. Does, does my eye insurance cover it?" And then left. So this is a little gross. I'm not gonna lie. No, yeah. I want to so hear gross. it. What do you have? And there's a video of it. And no, oh, I want to see the video. Well, okay. we'll, so maybe we'll figure out a way to get that out to my talk nation yes. a little later. But we'll um, tweet that. We'll tweet uh, that right listen, now. You can this. Older, it's disgusting. <laughs> this older lady, think I did it. this older lady forgot, she kept falling asleep with her contacts in, and then the next day she forgot, and she kept sticking more in to her eyeball. I feel bad for her. I do too. But um, I feel bad for me. Eventually, <laughs> eventually it became a problem, and uh, she had to go to the doctor, and uh, and and wow. she had she got listen to people people she got twenty three <laughs> contact lenses. <laughs> Stacked up all they're, around up in her eye. I'm looking, looking at, at the picture. So it's they're disgusting. like, they're, they're okay. <gasps> Remember those, those, you know, okay. When you ever see the, those green aliens, like they're supposed to be cute. They're like that color green. Like they're blight, bright green. They're so bad. I've never, Ooh. but this is the whole reason why I'm paranoid. Cause I've never intentionally 23. left my 23. I've never Ooh. intentionally or even forgot to leave my contact in, but there's been some times where I thought I had it out or I dropped one. And then I was like, but did, and then I couldn't find it. And I was about to go to the eye doctor because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't in there there because I was like, I can't find it. And it went in the sink. It went away. And now I'm panicking. So I would never let it get to 23. I thought maybe I had one left and I was about to. And it like went behind your eye or something. Right. I was like, oh no, it's lost in there. It was going to seep up into my brain and I'm going to die. This woman would just forget. Every night, and then every morning, she bloop popped another one in there. And I, I mean, it's ugh, well, if you want to see the video, you can. Of Even course. if one does doze off accidentally with their lenses in, do not try to take them off quickly. <laughs> oh my god, you can blind yourself, people. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. serious. Do not leave them in. You know, my take them out every night, please. My um, eye doctor is a Guinness World Record patient, is what they were like. Oh, gross. yeah, okay. but the yeah. kind you don't want to be. No. You know, Mike Marcotte's out there, yeah, he's, yes, he's gonna fly he over to uh, Newport. <laughs> Beach, California, where this happened. Yeah, not local. Uh, listen, and uh, actually, a little public service announcement. Yes. Um, I recently switched from because I'm a longtime contact wearer, mm-hmm. and my eye doctor switched me, encouraged me to switch to daily contacts. And yes. so every day I get a fresh pair. And this mm-hmm. is new to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they've been around. This is not new technology or anything. But I was doing the 
the thing because you know the longer term wearing like Don had there, where you can get, you know get a week or two and then you switch them, clean them up, or every month or whatever. Right. But the every night now it's just bloop, throw them away, put the glasses on every morning, get a new pair. But I did what Don did because I had them back when I was yeah. much younger and I was kind of on the broke side. So you're supposed to. So I was supposed to. Though, I yeah. was supposed to take them out every day, but I'm like, well, you only had them in for a few hours, so I would try and put them back in, and mm-hmm. I would just treat you them like they were. I would treat them like it. So it's probably a good thing that I just you know mm-hmm. my LASIK just wear wore off enough that I just need glasses sometimes now. So I'm like Don because yeah. once you get to a certain age, they're like, we could. Try and like boost your LASIK, or but you'll still need cheaters. So I'm like, well, no point. I I'm not spending that money. My partner Kyle got the laser LASIK surgery yes. mm-hmm. at, at the what I think it's Ovo or mm-hmm. something that uh, it's off 394 there, you know, mm-hmm. by Golden Valley on that side of Minneapolis. Anyway, yeah. um, they have like a little did you know that when you get that done, you your family members they have like a little observation, like it's a glass yeah, box. You can yes. watch it. You can oh watch my it. gosh, no, it's great. <laughs> it's so Gross. I thought it was fantastic, and I like that they made mine like very His Star eyes. Trek-ish when I had it. Like you laid down, and they put you in the thing, and then a little computer so voice hot. said, <laughs> well, "Like no, you don't care if you get." They give you some. I'm talking about watching it. Value. Uh, oh, I know. Right. I mean, because your eye, like you're watching the other person's eye, is like blood red, yeah. and they're yes. like, and they're shoving the thing in it, and I just was like, I had to go get a cup of coffee and talk to this receptionist. I am I, learning <laughs> a lot about you, Maddie B. You are surprisingly squeamish. Mm-hmm. I did not get this squeamish <laughs> vibe from you, but I'm the person that I will watch. I'm like, ooh, let me yeah, see how I this like, is done. I ooh. like seeing how things are done. So, I was just. I, I came yeah. out. I was. I expected the way it looked on the little screen, and the doctor's in there jamming out to the tunes. Right. You know, he's got his shoes off, and he's he having a grand old time. He's yeah, he's like, yeah, gonna work. buy another yacht with this one or whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, and I expect them to come out and be like, "We're so sorry, your partner's now blind." You know, like I mean, I was. It looked that scary, mm-hmm. but no, everything was great, and now he doesn't need contacts. And it was and I'm super easy. Jealous. By the by the yeah. by the evening, I was like already like with you know recessed lighting, but mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't want it super bright. Like I keep. Yeah. <laughs> the studio when you and I are working, um, but <laughs> it is like it is like it is like an examine. I feel like I'm Donna I'm going in for my examination. Today. I know nobody else here on Real staff bright. likes to have the lights on. You guys like to keep it all sultry. I don't. I like it. You I like, like to this. feel awake. Yeah, I like to feel I'm awake. I'm gonna go back to bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Big old I, Friday night for Don. <laughs> so is this? Should we? Okay. Should there be a lesson from this one? Because we think can't. So. I don't to get too mad at the person who forgot because she might have some difficult challenges so should this be one of those things that if you still have let's say if you have somebody in your family that you know might have um uh some forgetfulness in Mm -hmm. their life is this something we should add to the list of hey did you remember to put your keys in the same place and oh by the way maybe we should you know make sure your contacts are out so we have to check their yes eyeballs too totally okay totally okay oh boy well don listen it's been a great week don Good hanging out with you. Yes. Are you really going to go take a nap? Are you a no. napper? Okay, no. Um, No, I am a napper, that's for sure, but I have a lot of work to do before I can do that. Okay. And I'm babysitting Jason's dogs this weekend, oh. so I got to prepare for that. Okay. And that goes, You. that's a lot of work. You're a good yeah. friend. I know he hooks you up and well, all here's that stuff, the deal. but they're like this is complex the one thing that, children. His this is dogs the thing that are, picks, pisses me off. It just snowed, and they oh. don't like to go out. <laughs> and I'm like, well, shoot. The Lord's yeah. work Don McLean over yeah. there doing. Yeah, my so, dogs don't like wet either outside. Yeah. Like they, they look at you like, you want me to go step on that wet mulch? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you big. are spoiled. Yeah. Spoiled right, little brats. We will see you soon, Don. Okay. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Rocco's in next. 
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.